Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. It's a Dapper Devil production, see? Okay, welcome back to Podcats, the podcast about cats, the musical, not the animal. I'm Ian Brodsky. I'm Karina Stokes. And we have a very special guest for you today. Um, This gentleman is a friend of mine and now yours. Um, He was in one of the first national tours of Cats, the musical, um, right after the Broadway um, Broadway run had uh, shut down, right? Yep. yep. (laughs) It was the first non-act tour out of... The closing of Broadway. Right. Uh, please welcome to the show, you've already heard his voice, Michael Greenspan. Hi. 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 Welcome, welcome. Thank you, thank you. So um, now, who did you play on this tour? So on the tour, I played uh, five roles of as a swing. So basically, they called it a big boy swing. Oh. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> big, big boy. Um, so it, basically, all the tall guys in the mm-hmm. show. So mm-hmm. McCavity, Tugger, Skimbleshanks, Alonzo. And Monkestrap. Nice. Was there a little boy swing? There was a, yes, there was, um, oh, what'd they call him? The little boy swing. Yeah. No, that makes is sense. It? I mean, is that would, I, I, I don't know. So. I wasn't on that uh, tour. Um, I like to imagine that it is big boy and little boy yeah. swing. Right. It's and there was actually be. a medium boy as well. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Who could play like the tall guys, but also. Oh, and in between. Right. Like wow. your five nines, yeah, five Mungo tens. Jerry. Um, <laughs> right. Pushing it. Exactly. <laughs> Um, let me just move this mic a little closer. Be like, oh, that's yeah. sort of a short McCavity, but, right. you know. But, um, yeah. I guess he's scary. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Cool. So, like, who, how long were you on that tour? I was only on the tour for nine months. Okay. I left Sizable. for personal reasons. All right. Fine. <laughs> and that's all we'll keep, that's all we'll say about that. Um, and was there a cat that you found yourself going on for the most, like, the mm-hmm. least? Like, what did you say, like, your, like, the distribution of work yeah, from it was track to mostly track. two roles. Uh, Monka Strap, because our Monka Strap actually went out with a back injury. Oh, no. So for about two or three months of that, it was just me in the, the mid-swing. Mm-hmm. Um, we went back and forth um, oh. and kind of, okay, you're on today, you're on tomorrow. I'm on today, you're on tomorrow. Um, so it was like that for him for a good couple months. Mm-hmm. And then... For Alonzo, I went on right away in Atlantic City. Oh, my gosh. Uh, He happened to hurt his foot during tech. So I had to go on actually not knowing the full role yet. Oh. Um, I knew most of the main choreography, um, pretty much like most of the blocking and everything. But he has a specialty during McCavity. He does the shadow dance. So I I volunteered to do that. I said, I I can do this. I can do this. They said, no, let's just make sure during rehearsal that you have it first. Sure. So, um, but yeah, I went on for Alonzo the first time. Wow. Bonkers. Did you go on and you covered Tugger and McCavity. Did you go on for them quite at all? I went on only a couple times from McCavity because our McCavity was awesome. He was my roommate. Nice. um, Everett Taylor amazing um huge man huge. <laughs> he used to throw people across the stage Good um, and pick them up throw them he was a monster of a man and sweet as pie um <laughs> he was my roommate on tour and then uh i only went on for tugger twice i think mm. um because also uh the mid guy the other swing um colin he went on mostly for tugger he had the voice for it cool so mm. he went on for cool that rock and roll nice so. yes 
I'm not a rock and roll sound. <laughs> I'm more of a like legit, you know, like right. monk strap or right. That, right. Yeah. And so. Clearly, one one of the few things cats wise that Mike and I have in common. Mike is tall. I am not. Um, but we both played monkey strap in our day. Oh. Um, yes. Probably around the same time too. Oddly <laughs> enough, um, <laughs> which is really funny to think about. Um, I love so. It. Let's talk about Monkey Strap. He's kind of like, he kind of, he, well, he does start the whole freaking show because he, he asks the first question, are you blind when he you're born? He's the opener. He's the Consistently opener. Consistently too, right? Consistently. Mm-hmm. That's right. kind of like yeah. canon canon. Mm-hmm. Um, and like, you might be able to speak even better than like we can about like the roles of these cats, but like he's very much the leader, the protector of the tribe. Yeah. He's like, it's yeah. pretty like well established. He's like old Deuteronomy's like son. He's number two. He's number that. two. Like, He's the main one that protects people against McCavity. There's that whole battle between him and McCavity um, yeah. when he finally pops up. Yeah. Um, There's been a lot of lore about uh, where he comes from as far as what his relationship is to, um, like you said, uh, Old Dude, or is it Grizabella's relative? Oh, um, and so there right. was a lot of, there was like there was nothing like set in stone. Right. Um, but it was close. Like, they're all close. Um, right. They're all offspring. So um, it was brought up a couple of times. Like, is is the relationship actually um, Old Dude is his grandfather? And that mm. went around and everyone was like, no, I don't think so. Right. But um, it was never solidified. It was never right. actually in the original, I believe. It was never, like, solidified for the actors. It was, they were told to make that for themselves so that there was hmm. a stronger reaction to her coming on stage, Interesting. her interaction with old Deuteronomy. So it was a little choose your own adventure. Right. Yeah, so when you're casting cats, maybe. you're not given like the secret cats lore book that are like, here is the no. answers. In fact, the first thing you do is go to cat school. Uh, that's what Taylor Swift said. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Yep. Please, please tell us about that. Cat school is just like it sounds. You learn to be a cat. Um, mm. Physically is the most mm-hmm. um, notable yeah. thing. It, we were given really fun stuff in the room. It was like pool toys and like beach balls and um, there was a tambourine and a horn. Sure. Um, so everything was about your senses, which makes sense. Um, so they would rattle a tambourine and how do you react to that? You know, do you get scared? Do you go over to it? Who's the first to go over to it? Um, and when we're talking about Strap, mm-hmm. they said the opening of the show is kind of like that. It's like they see, they come out to do the ball or they come to gather mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and they see that someone has impeded on their ball. Right. Yes. It's the audience. Right. Right. And like, that's something we actually never talked about how like the audience, like cats, the musical happens to the audience Yes, mm-hmm. as opposed to the movie where it sort of happens to Victoria. She's the audience. Right. Surrogate. Representing. But yes. like it is in that, through that lens of like the the humans have impeded yeah. on this. This this gathering. is happening no matter what. The fact that you're viewing it is your own yeah. fault. Right. Exactly. Of. Exactly. Right. It's uh, that's uh, his role is to say, you, we could go off stage and yeah. everyone would follow him to another place. You know, instead of the junkyard, we'll right. have the ball. You know, like, in the theater. Or the right. Track. Um. So, <laughs> or whatever. You know, like no, backstage yeah. of a theater. Yeah. Yeah. So what they said is. Let's go. Mm-hmm. And then he said, what if he confronted them instead mm-hmm. and pushed their buttons? Like, what would they say back to him? Mm-hmm. And so, like, his first line is, are you blind when you're born? Can you do what we do? Right. You know, do you even know about us? Or yeah. know, why are you here? You know, it wasn't, it's kind of like, I don't know. It's, it, I thought that was very cool because yeah. they told us, what would that be like if we just all left? And the audience was just sitting there like, oh, I guess, I guess that was cats. Just, yeah. <laughs> All right. You know, very on be, brand for a cat, too, right, to be like, would no, be okay, very guys. funny. I think night. that's why everyone, when it first came out, it was so unpredictable. And mm-hmm. that was the grab of the show is what are they going to do? Are they going to come to us in our seats? Mm-hmm. Are they going to scare us? Are they going to, you know, dance in the aisles? Right. Nobody knew that first year. It was such a like, Surprise! Nothing yeah. had been done like that before. So um, their whole point, like Trevor Nunn's whole point was the unpredictability of it. And, you know, Jillian Lynn also, you know, the whole beginning, 
in the beginning uh, music, they come down with those glowing eyes yeah. mm -hmm. to really give you that haunting, like, what yeah. are they going to do? Like, a cat is a little hell? creepy. Like, <laughs> it's it not is. without its creep yeah. factor, right. especially the naming of cats, naming which of is cats a, song a very jump. terrifying song to exactly. Um, I love that insight. That is so cool. Um, <laughs> See, I've always thought Monkey Strap sort of got a little bit of a short end of the stick because he doesn't get acknowledged as much. Like, <laughs> I didn't know Monkey Strap was a cat until I met you, Ian, right. and you told me I was in Cats. I was like, that's hilarious. Who were you? And you said, I was Mongoosedrap, and I said, you're making that up. That's not a real cat. <laughs> that sounds about right for our relationship. Because I was like, why, who, that's not a character. Right. They don't have a song about them, so they're not a cat. They're not a cat. But, but he's like, it's the reverse. It's yeah. like, he's, he's the one that's like, let me tell you all about it, but I'm going to keep myself like, is it purposeful to like give him this narrator role and not give him a name? I think what, um, I took from it playing it was yeah. that he's, he's helping facilitate everything and keep everyone in line. Yeah. He keeps a lot of like, um, during Jenny Annie Dots, he mm -hmm. keeps like people in line, but right. he also joins in and dances. So it's like a celebration of ball, right. but there's got to be an MC to keep Someone's it going. Someone's got to run and it. Like, you see that throughout the, the show, like yeah. like Rum Tum Tugger coming through and kind of like messing things <laughs> oh. up and him being like, no, 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 guys, 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 guys. Hold so it he's together. like an event planner. Yeah. Right. Totally. And I mean, he's the, uh, forgive my uh, saying ball buster. I mean, he just yeah. like, keeps like, Saying no, he's no, a straight we're man. Not doing he's that. the we're straight man. I, I call him the Prince William of the tribe. Yeah. Um, whereas you have Tugger, who's the yeah. Prince Harry. That's just kind of like, fuck it, I'm here for a good time. Yes. There's actual parts during um, Tugger's song where Tugger keeps going to him and actually egging him on, right? And giving him looks and like, come on, quit being such a yeah, yeah. Uh, come on, yeah, we, loosen up a little. We watched, <laughs> we watched like the PBS like 1998 recording of it last night. And we were noticing those more and more, like yeah. Tugger kind of like, like their relationship, like kind of like in a brotherly way. Yes, it's very, it does feel very brotherly, like mm -hmm. gentle ribbing. Right. Mm -hmm. yeah. Um, yeah. And yeah. Um, and oh, you know what I want to ask you, Michael? Um, mm -hmm. Did you guys have the Peaks and the Pollicles number on tour? We did not. Okay. We did not. There was two numbers that were cut. Um, uh, uh, sorry, Bustopher Jones. Really? Was cut. Um, and also Peaks and Pollicles. And they explained that um, on the tour um, that because of time, um, not only with rehearsals, but also like the costumes that go into Peaks mm. and Pollicles, they of just course. did away with it. I mean, uh, Peaks and the Pollicles feels the most it's, expensive. It's losable. Yeah, yeah for it's sure. It's losable that and like the whole Growl Tiger yeah. thing. Like, mm -hmm. But you guys did the whole Growl Tiger we, we thing? We did full Growl Tiger. Okay. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. Thing. But it was not the same set that they had on Broadway where the stage folded out to oh. leadership. Oh, it was right, actually right. just a drop. Sure. So it was a very toury. Of course. Ex, you know. You kind of have to do on version. tour. Yeah. <laughs> I am curious though is why they cut Buster for Jones. Yeah. Was um, that also like just a second costume for a cat? My understanding of it was not just that, but it was like um, because basically he doesn't he kind of comes through the ball he's not mm. part of the ball right sure so it doesn't go with the forward the of that's, the, yeah the and the like show. that's something we talked about earlier was like buster for jones you kind of see him and then he's gone you don't really know yeah. what happened he's more um, of a side note of, of like hierarchy of like right this is the rich cat yeah but nobody really cares let's and go on with the as show. we noted <laughs> yesterday watching it on the pbs one that you don't see Notably, the actor who plays Bustopher in any other background scenes—he right. doesn't show up even as like an extra. Track. As opposed to your Skimble Shanks, who's back your... there the whole time. Yeah. yeah, actually, the guy who plays Growl Tiger is Bustopher Jones. Mm. So oh. the opera guy. That is interesting. Bustopher, because it's very easy. During the movie, it was a different actor because they could. Yes, right. They, right. You know, it's why, a one-off. Yeah. Why not? Costumes. You can also have dramatic slow motion <laughs> and lightning effects mm -hmm. because you can. Because you can. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I'm trying to think of what else. Um, I have like a list of theories of relationships with Monkey Strap. Strap. Thanks to the internet, there is mm. a whole series of who might be related to whom. Oh. As you, as you, we talked about them. <coughs> There's um, we discussed the old Deuteronomy a Tugger uh, Monkey Strap family. Right. Um, There's the possibility that McCavity is their estranged brother. Mm -hmm. um, there is um, 
a theory maybe he's the son of Jenny Anydots because he sings her, her praises yep. like in a very like check out my mom isn't she great kind of way mm -hmm. um, he might even be the father of like some of the kittens in the tribe um, mm -hmm. it's interesting because like his relationship or like, his role in the tribe is so specific yes or at least the way it was kind of like devised into what it was like that yeah like he like the, the really only one that you kind of see solidified at least like in the PBS version that like kind of carries over is his relationship with Demeter mm -hmm. and how they've kind of mated. It seems like they may have mated. I don't know if they did that when you... No, you're talking about Monkestrap. Monkestrap. Monkestrap and Demeter, no. Um, mm. The story that I got was that McCavity had actually been with Bomb uh, Urena. Right. And mm -hmm. um, uh, Demeter. 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 Yeah. Right. And actually nothing to do with Monkestrap. Monkestrap was just protecting the entire tribe Interesting. as a toll. The one who actually protected Demeter is Alonzo. Oh. Alonzo is the one who's trying to actually win over Demeter throughout the whole beginning yeah. of the show. And so when that happens, he does the shadow dance as a protective thing behind them. And then during the fight, it's between Monkestrap, Alonzo, and McCavity. Right. So, so he's really stepping in to like right. flex. And yeah. you don't even see yeah. that in like the film version, but no. like I've noticed, I've seen productions like where Alonzo is doing McCavity the whole time with them. Mm -hmm. yeah. yeah. Which is yeah. to, to be interesting. Yeah. He faces upstage. And so really, yeah. in terms of like relationships, that means Monkestrap's really the most removed from any of this yeah. weird cat orgy thing. Right. Yeah. yeah. Well, if you think of a lion in. They protect the entire um, family, right? But they're on their own doing their thing, right? So That's he comes a, back in to have the ball, but right after that, he's going to go out and do his own thing, yeah, right. Oh, that's so, interesting. so he's not really a part of like Demeter or Bombay Arena or Jelly Lorem or any of them. Any of them. Right. I he's think his own thing, protecting them, but right, that's it. yeah. Um, and like you were saying, he doesn't have. Um, he doesn't have, like, a song about him, but he does have a couple songs. Like, mm -hmm. we'll ignore Peaks and the Pollicles for now because, like, that's right. kind of uh, expendable. Yeah. But mm -hmm. he introduced... He notoriously introduced... Not notoriously. Well, I would say it's a little notorious. He famously introduces the Gumby Cat yep. and uh -huh. Old Deuteronomy yep. via yep. song. Mm -hmm. um, the question is now, do they slap? Uh -huh. We've discussed the Old Gumby Cat uh, earlier yeah. today. Okay. Which slaps more than the Old Deuteronomy. But again, I've so. said it before. Old Deuteronomy is like a church music right. because it's... You're it's very much like an Ave Maria kind yes. of moment. Mm. Um, mm. Like, welcome our Lord and Savior, Old Deuteronomy. Yes. Um, yeah, there's definitely a reverence there. Yes. But, um, it's mostly to teach the young cats who he is. Mm. Um, they might not necessarily know who he is. So it's more of a, this is what we do every ball. You know, you're learning that this is the guy. So Old Deuteronomy's he's, not, he's like, around the rest of the year. Not necessarily. I think he's mm. more like a monkey trap, where he, like, he protects or he is, like, there, but he's not part of the group all the time. Right, he's not hanging or around. Alpha males are just not part of the group. Interesting. I mean, yeah. that, like, comes from an actual place <laughs> that makes sense. Yeah. Um, but also, like, I'm thinking, like, what do you think? Like, and I don't know if this ever came up in conversation, but, like, say it's... Old Deuteronomy's turn to like peace out and like maybe go to the heavy side lair. Maybe he's a bit of a higher being than other people, so that's not a thing. But if it's his turn to sort of move on and be reborn, does Monku Strap then take over? That's a good question. And I don't think that was ever addressed. I don't think anybody really answered that. Um, someone on the internet did. Someone but on the they internet just made probably. it up. Right. <laughs> right. Because I don't, like I said before, they specifically. When I'm talking today, Trevor Nunn, Andrew Lloyd Webber, Jillian Lynn, all the creatives behind it, they purposely said, let's leave this open for interpretation because you can make out of it what you want because it is confusing when Grizabella is chosen, yes. when she's the one going up. Um, but at the same time, it's almost universal that you sacrifice yourself for someone who needs it more. Mm -hmm. But who is she? Who is he? You know, like, like you said, what happens to him if he's the one going next sure. year? Um, is it possible that he sacrificed himself this time for Grizabella? Like, oh. all these are questions that we like. Oh, maybe that's a stronger story there. Like, <laughs> wow. I, 
love that this the, all day we've been like, yeah, well, maybe it's this, maybe it's we're that. getting and a lot more layers. We're getting right so now, many more layers, like, and like yeah, so many, so much better insight. <laughs> um, but like, I mean, I guess that. I, so our final question is: Does he fuck? Um, and I, it seems like maybe he does not. Maybe he does not. Maybe that's like I don't. Maybe that's beneath him in a way because yeah. he's really there to be like he's got the other protector. things on his mind. He's got other. He's got shit to do. And you're talking about Monka's trap? Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah, he definitely does. You think he does? Oh, yeah. Okay. All right. Yeah. All right, great. But there's a million cats in the world. Of course. So this is just his right. tribe that this we're seeing his... here. Oh, maybe he fucks So he doesn't fuck within the, else. like, yeah. you go, you go yeah. elsewhere okay. for that. Yeah. That's something this is his tribe, about. but that's, like, his other life. And the only reason I say that, there's proof in the dancing of the Jellicle Ball. Right. Where they actually call it Big Balls, where it's just the five guys Five guys? Seven guys? I forget. It's like a triangle of guys. And it's nothing but raw sexual energy. Mm. And um, I, I don't know if you noticed that part in it. It's, I, it's the big big guys is what it's called. The, sure. the, the boys, yes. Yeah. There's a part where they literally have a palm open looking like they're grabbing big sets. Wow. <laughs> All right. God, Cats is a great show. Yeah. Isn't it? Jillian was very, um, very specific in her... This is this part. This is what this right. means. This yeah. Is, and she had all these funny um, British terms for everything, like whirly gigs and oh, for uh, <laughs> some of the, uh, the big big swirl and mm-hmm. uh, yeah. what are some of the other ones that are so funny. I um, remember coming across a video of it and like it broke down score. like yeah, it broke down like by the second mm-hmm. like which segment is which. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's in the score. Yeah. It's written in the score. This I is believe it. this is whirly gigs. This is. That's big, really big boys. cool. Yeah. 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 That's which is probably where big boy swing comes from. Yes, because it's the big boys. It's the big yes, boys it's the big right boys, down yeah. front. That's <laughs> very right. good. But it's very wow. sexual, and she was very sexual in a lot of spots. Um, right. Well, it's a pretty with, sexually charged show. Yeah, it very is. Yeah. Very much is. And like I know you have not seen the movie, and I don't blame not you. Not the newest movie. Exactly. No. I and I don't blame you. Um, <laughs> but the movie definitely does. And like we talked about this um, off mic. Um, like it does very much lose that tribalism in that way because like mm-hmm. it is this is very much a show about sexually charged cats mm-hmm. and the movie like it has a jellicle ball but it's nothing like what you see but on also stage. Yeah. so many people's complaints who went in to see cats without knowing what cats is their complaint was they're like why is this show like why is this movie what? so horny right because they went right. they don't know right. they don't know and yeah. so people... It answers its own question. <laughs> well, it has to build, too. Yes. The right. whole point is, like, throughout the whole thing, you're building, you're building, you're building, and it's a very ritual right before the ball, actual ball, which is a 12-minute dance. Yes, it is. <laughs> yeah. Um, there, it, every section has a, a very pur- purposeful section, but right up until that starts, it's very tribal, and it's very, The whole like, jellical cats keeps, are black and white, jellical yes. cats are red. And it keeps, like, even there's a part where it just has, like, bing... Bing. Yep. Yeah, they're just, they're just like pushing away, and like there's there's, there's a lot of choreography. Tension. Yeah, yeah, and it's it's on purpose. It's yeah. very slow and and ritual, and then it becomes like fun, yeah. and then like people are showing off, and then like I said, the big boys come down. They're like, we're the guys. <laughs> so I mean, we're each thing yeah. builds on top of the, each other until finally it just explodes into like dun 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 dun. Yes, and you right. can't help but go, oh my god, that was. That was Everything it. we were waiting for. Right. It's like a Again, wire finally snapped, because it does feel like... It's just like sex. It's been building yeah. and building. <laughs> well, yeah. That's it. That's, That's the it. show. That's the show. That's the show. We can go home now. And um, guess who interrupts? <laughs> the old that homeless old, cat yes. comes in, and like everyone knows who she is, but nobody wants her there. Right. You know. Right. Way to um, mess up the forgery. Right. Yeah. <laughs> if you're looking for plump lips that last, you need to know about Juvederm Lip Fillers. With Juvederm Volbella XC and Juvederm Ultra XC, your lip look, whether it's subtle or bold, can last up to one full year with optimal treatment and no additional maintenance. Find a licensed specialist and see if it's right for you at Juvederm.com today. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Add fullness to lips in adults over 21 with Juvederm Volbella XC or Juvederm Ultra XC. Do not use if you have severe allergies or a history of severe allergic reactions, or if you 
you're allergic to lidocaine or the proteins used in Juvederm. Tell your doctor if you have a history of scarring or taking medicines that decrease the body's immune response or that can prolong bleeding. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. As with all fillers, there's a rare risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. For full, important safety information, visit Juvederm.com. Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for their award-winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at burrow.com slash ACAST. That's burrow.com slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST. This Mother's Day, celebrate the extraordinary women in your life with a heartfelt gift from Blue Nile. Whether it's for your mom, a mother figure, or yourself as a mom, find that perfect piece to express your love and appreciation. Explore Blue Nile's exquisite pearls and mesmerizing gemstones that she's sure to love. Enjoy fast shipping options like guaranteed free shipping and returns. Make this Mother's Day unforgettable with a piece from Blue Nile. Right now, get up to 50% off at BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself. And for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. Um, now, moving on to Skimbleshanks. Oh, uh, 180. All right. I know. I love Skimbleshanks. I love Skimbleshanks. Like we 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 stand Skimbleshanks. Um, yes. Mm-hmm. Skimbleshanks, the railway cat, and this is another one that I think is like, he's one of the more famous cats. Is he? Mm-hmm. I think so. I think I think if you recognizable, recognizable, like Skimbleshanks, the railway cat, the song, like is definitely one of the more recognizable. It's the one that came out of the 2019 movie with the best reputation. Uh, well, that too. like everyone yeah. who saw it and was like, I don't know what happened, but this one train cat number right. is really good. Also, it's just mm-hmm. a very upbeat, joyous number that comes right after Gus the theater cat. Yeah. Yes. Um, again, full 180. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. So he he just kind of comes in with a train out of nowhere. He's been in the ensemble the entire show. He's like not like a Buster for Jones type where you're like, where did he? He's been there the whole time. He's been there the whole time. And in the movie, he was wearing pants. He Um, was. um, He's the only cat wearing pants. And like me and my friend were sitting in an empty theater watching cats because no one else wanted to see it um, in the whole of Massachusetts, apparently. And we were both just like, man, why does this one cat have pants on? Like, because the amount of clothes the cats wear in 2019 is all over the place. And And he's wearing bright red pants. And we're like, weird. And then all of a sudden, the music changes, and out he trots with his tap shoes on. And we're like, that's why he had pants on. It's Skimbleshanks. And to your point, he's the only cat with a job. Yes, he is. I mean, like, Gus is retired, but, like, He's the, he's Skimble the, Shanks is currently employed. Exactly. He probably is collecting a solid 401k as we speak. Um, and he works on the railway train. Yes. Um, and it's a pretty fun number. It's really long. It uh, is, but it doesn't feel too long to me. Right. Um, now, like, did you ever talk about, like, the age of these cats? Like, was Skimble Shanks ever, like, an older one, like, on par with, like, the monkey straps? Like... No, the only ones that were specific are, like, obvious. Mm-hmm. You know, you have Gus the Theater Cat and Deuteronomy. Um, Jenny, uh, definitely can go motherly. both ways. She uh, seems maternal. It's not that specific. And right. Uh, Grizabella is not either. Right. Um, she's just she's decrepit, just, but she's not necessarily she's old. She's just forgotten. Mm. Not necessarily old. Um, and so that's the only two that are really, like, old, I would say. You know, our our Gus and um, right. Deuteronomy, but I yeah, he's there's no like ages for these cats. Of course, like right? Monkey strap and Alonzo. Is he is Skimble, Skimble part of the big boy the triangle? Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah, he that makes sure sense. <laughs> yep. He would be right. Yep. 
And um, in the movie, he is a tapper. It is a big fun yes. tap number. They which, make it into a tap number, which I think was very good for the I agree. movie. I think that was an excellent choice. No, I did um, not see the movie. What did they do with Jenny Annie Dots? Now? Also a tap number, oh, but a shortened a little, tap number. Shortened tap number, and it was a little more wild because, like, you see, like, here are all of Jenny Annie Dots' projects. She has, like, a church like a church choir of mice that it are children. It was CGI'd children to be mice and CGI'd, like, girls to be cockroaches that were of indeterminate size. Yeah. It was know, very weird. We've been going back, this is kind of a side note now, but this is, we've been going back to this uh, question of how big are cats? Right. Because the scale <laughs> on in this movie is The movie suffers the from scale problems. Right. Um, and it's but, unpleasant. And, mm-hmm. like, it was, uh, it was a similar kind of big, fun, like, number, but it wasn't the company tap number that Jenny, that, like, the old Gumby cat is. Mm-hmm. Um, but... Skimbleshanks kind of took its place in that... In this big company number, this yeah. This big company number, like, all the cats are there. They're all tapping along the railway. The it goes rail into sort road. of, like, a dream sequence that it takes place on an actual train, not right. a pretend, like, train. Right. Um, yeah, my, it was fun. Yeah. My question to you is, is it, does it feel like Skimbleshanks as a number sort of comes out of left field? It does. And yeah. it's funny, because when I, I did direct and choreograph a... a production in Idaho oh. in a summer theater, Coeur d'Alene Summer Theater. No kidding. Um, and we, my friend Ross and I, um, kind of recreated the original stuff. And part of what we did off record <laughs> is uh, we we noticed that Skimble was kind of out of place being after Gus the Theater Cat. So we actually repositioned it in the first act. Um, and I can't remember exactly where we placed it, but it made a little more sense. It does feel Going like- into like fun, 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 instead of jarring from really sad to then, oh, everyone pick up. Well, it feels like it's... Get the train together. It feels like it's one of those songs that's just like an introduction of a cat. Like, here is Buster Jones, he's a cat. Here is Jenny Annie Dots, he's a cat. Here's Skimbleshanks, he's a cat. Whereas Whereas Act 2 is a lot more plot-based, as it were. And like everything in Act 2, aside from Gus the Theater Cat, which is a slower song, like everything in Act 2 is more like, here's the shit that we deal with on a daily Mm -hmm. basis. (laughs) Yeah. And then like, and then we have to get in Mistopheles to fix it all. Right. Like, right. Yeah. And then you just put Skimbleshanks. It's it's in there the and it's happening. It. Right. Yeah. Like, it's a good number. People enjoy listening to it. Right. But it but feels it's out like of I place. like I think you could absolutely move that one around because it's like you have a big fun rocking dance number with Mr. Mistopheles, mm-hmm. like toward a little further down the road, but it's yeah. still there. Yeah. Um, yeah. I remember watching the original um, on Broadway and thinking during. Um, <laughs> the growl tiger um it was fun but i was starting to get a little bit like sleepy mm. not gonna so lie i, think I have... it needed an adrenaline rush yeah. you know mm. in which skimble totally is. is an adrenaline rush right so it's just to literally wake you back yeah. up yeah. Yeah. yeah i get that yeah get, well, especially get, get it back on the tracks oh. <laughs> <laughs> which again monk yeah helps too and i think skimble's along that same Oh, let's. Where are we going with this? Like, yeah. What are we supposed to be doing tonight? Yeah. I'm I'm an employed of... cat. Like right. I, I I have a schedule to keep. I need yeah. to get back to the I train. Mean, according to a song, he's very helpful. <laughs> yes, he is yes. very helpful yes. um, to cats and humans alike. Mm-hmm. Um, Skimbleshanks has always stuck with me because uh, my high school did cats, which is a wild choice for a high school production, I think. But somehow we had like a tiny child's train that they set up and a high school senior like perched on the train and rode onto the stage which I can never forget is just a tall a tall man basically crouched on a train like riding onto stage I don't know why we got a real tiny train that is the definition of comedy yeah and there was no like making a train out of junk parts they're like no we just got him a train yeah and I was like what production value we have (laughs) um so funny yeah and um moving on to the relationship aspect of it and of course this is all Conjecture. Conjecture, especially since we have... Thank you. Um, Especially since we have um, a uh, seasoned expert with us. Um, But one theory that I kind of loved um, is that he might be, like, the father of, like, your kitten ladies. Like, your Jemima, your... um, Or Mm. Syllabub, your uh, Victoria, Mm. um, Electra, etc. Like, he Mm. might be all of them's dad. Um, or he might be Mistopheles' dad, which I buy a little less. Um, mm-hmm. I mean, they're both delightful. Um, but he might have also been, um, like, 
uh, mate of Grizabella or Jenny Any Dots down the line. Like, who knows? Like, this is one of those, like, cats that kind of, again, comes out of left field. So you don't really see, other than, like, any sort of ensemble tracks, you don't really see him, like, form relationships. Not that you see right. that with... Does he do much in the first act as, I, as like, an ensemble he, cat? He dances the most um, of... Besides, yeah, he dances more than Monka Strap in the actual show. Right. Um, he's in more of the ball. He's in uh, every uh, number as far as like Peaks and Polygols mm-hmm. and Jenny Dots, all of those numbers. He's definitely in all of them. So, um, yeah, he does a lot of dancing. A cool. lot. Hmm. Um, right. You know, where like Monka Strap might be singing something, he's in the back doing sure. blocking, choreography, right. all kinds of stuff. Um, for me, relationship-wise, I always felt like there was a couple of them who have like the, um, when we talk about class, you know, like there's a bunch of classes within cats. Um, like a cat's, like the a hierarchy. cat's system? Yeah. Yeah. And, <laughs> and when you think of Jenny Annie Dots, um, she's kind of the whole Gumby cat thing where she everyone thinks she's lazy, but actually she's running all of this, like a nanny. She's you know, running like a household. She's, yeah, she's, she's running a household. household. Um, I feel like her relationship with Skimble is very similar. Like he, you know, no one really sees him but as he's... a human, but he's running the show on the train. Mm-hmm. So like, Ooh. I feel like their whole like, they're very much. They the feel same. like like they really see each other yeah. there, and then. they're both orange tabbies. Yeah. So it's kind of like I feel like that's like a similarity. There's a bond there, absolutely. Um, and like when you see Buster Bird Jones, I believe in Buster Bird Jones when I remember seeing it on Broadway, is that. Jenny and because um, Jenny actually has like a regular costume as well, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, uh, in the regular costume, and then also um, Von Ballerina uh, is part of that trio. Yeah, mm-hmm. and also uh, Skimble. Uh, when Bustaver comes along, it's actually they um, facilitate him getting across stage, mm. as if to say, "We're your um, porters. Yeah, We're right. your butlers. We're your mm. go-to's." Because Buster has all this money, he's right. the, the high-class cat. He's the cat about town. Who would take care of him? Of course, Jenny, yeah. Annie, Dots, and right. Skimble. The working class. The yeah. working class. Yeah. yeah. Fascinating. <laughs> this is like I can't. Like we. It's it took human, us. Though. It it's took human. us. It is, yeah. and it took us this long to get to the socioeconomic like stratification. It was of inevitable. Cats. It, it was absolutely. Mm-hmm. We touched a little bit on like cats that may have like belonged to like that may be people. like yeah that may belong to people. Uh, versus Absolutely. cats that are totally strays. Yep, and they yeah. actually do that with costume as well. Exactly, like there's Monkey Strap has collar. collars, mm-hmm. and there's those who don't. Are the right? people with spiked yeah. collars just like have cool owners, or mm-hmm. okay, yeah. <laughs> their, their owners, owners are just, just like you're it. a punk yeah. cat? They're with it. Yeah, <laughs> it was the '80s. And they revel in it, like right. they're like my owner, like decked cool me out. And I'm yeah. Cool and like, yeah, there was yeah. I read something yeah. about Victoria having like a pink collar because mm-hmm. she's like this little pure mm-hmm. girly cat. Yep. Right. She yep. can only sneak out every once in a while to see the tribe. Yep. Right. Yeah. Um, she's the teenager and yes. this is her actually this is kind of her introduction to the big kid stuff. Right. And um, part of that starts in the beginning when Monkastrap um, does a huge lift with her. Right. In the beginning. Um, oh yeah, like right in the opening number. Right in the yeah, opening yeah. Number, it's, with her. it's him and and uh, Victoria, yeah. which is really cool. I think because it's like, all right, here we go. This is your first ball as a as teenager. Like, yeah. yeah, and because that whole, there's yeah. that whole section of the <clears throat> dance that is basically her mating dance and like her whole yeah. solo in the beginning. Yeah. It's her coming to. It's life. her coming yeah. of age. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, which is one of my favorite. Which parts is why of they the probably chose to make her the main character of this movie. Right. Because mm-hmm. they can. St- it's definitely part of the story right they just didn't do it in the right way exactly um yeah um now skimble shanks the railway cat as a song song, it's a fucking bop that song (laughs) is catchy it It is is high energy Mm -hmm. like it's also the hardest song to sing after you've been dancing full on i believe it and that that comes like in the middle of the second act like right after growl tiger like that's that's uh, a lot yeah yeah it is you ditch your your clothes and your tap shoes and you're right on. Right. Yeah. 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 I think it is the only song that I might have said that came out of the new movie where everyone was like, this was a good song. Oh, yeah. People enjoyed it. It got stuck in people's heads. They were like, this is a good number. Especially as a tap number. Yes. Yeah. They made it into a showstopper, and it really worked. It absolutely it's a, slaps. It's a very fun song. Like we said, I think it's in a weird spot in the show, but standalone. Yeah. It's a fun number. Great one. Um... And finally, 
does he fuck? <laughs> well, clearly we know he's one of the big boys. He's one of the big boys, yeah. so um, I guess so. I guess that's also, it. he's like a worldly traveling cat. You don't think yeah. he's got knights over town? Like, <laughs> I would say he's more of that. He likes to court, maybe. Mm. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I think he. He's in know, it for like the chase flirt. a little right. bit. Yeah. Yeah. Michael was bringing like so much like nuance. He's bringing a lot like, of depth to the so fucking much question. Depth to like us just being like, I don't know. Victoria might have fucked once. Like, <laughs> well, I don't know. know Demi- like, I don't know. Demeter might be the mom to like seven other cats. Who fucking knows? Like, and Michael is here with his insight, like, just like, <laughs> well, he, so you can tell which one of us went to Orion. cat school. Right. We, it's all about cat Our school. high school productions did not have cat school. No. Um, yeah, I know. This is the first time we've talked about an adult version of cats being performed, because the only other funny. people we've talked to have been in cats mm-hmm. were both in children's productions. Exactly. Exactly. Which are very different. Very different. Whereas, like, mine basically not that we copied the movie ver- not the movie but like the PBS version of it but like we just kind of like went off of that yeah like yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, now who do you th- like what do you think we've been talking about this but as far as like the hardest tracks in the show who do you think those are well um, like I said Skimble is one of them mm-hmm. uh, you really definitely have to have your orange juice <laughs> and your protein bar before that one um, and I only played him once on tour right one time and that was crazy yeah, uh, because I didn't have any, uh, you know, rehearsal. No, I had like muscle of memory rehearsal. of it. Yeah, there's no muscle memory of it. Mm. There's no like um, stamina. Yeah, for endurance that for it. Like you've been doing it. Specific song. Yeah. You know, like you have to learn where to breathe. You learn how to do this step, get over onto the other side, and sing. It is and a very like, agile yeah. role, mm-hmm. totally. like in that song True. alone, because he's like hopping over yeah. shit and yeah. being like, "Let me sing at the same mm-hmm. time." Yeah. Yep. And then his last thing is like climbing on people. And doing this like, hello, here yes. I am. Right. Applaud for me. Um, that was really painful for those poor people that I had to step on. That you're underneath. I'm 6'2", so yeah. it was awful. Um, I, you know, I felt bad about that. Um, <laughs> that's definitely one of the tracks that's really hard. Um, the other one that I would say is really difficult is definitely Victoria. Mm-hmm. Um, again, just because of all the big number, dancing partnering stuff. Every like front and center. Yeah, she's almost never off stage. She's it seems like. Yeah, yeah, she's always on and. Um, Jemima, uh, she's definitely got a pretty big track. Um, she yeah. steps out of a couple things. She doesn't sing as much solo, um, but she does. I think she has more stress because she has really? to sing right with Grizabella. Yeah, right. can't screw that up. Right, you know? exactly. And you've been dancing the whole show. You know, that's so a good it's point. A hard, it's a hard track. And I remember, like, we were we talked about this a little <clears> bit. Like, um, apparently, like they had tried to make that one role, but it's like mm-hmm. you can't. Like, it was hard to find a Victoria that could do. Like Jemima the, song. Like the right, Jemima right. segment, so it became Sarah Brightman. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, yep. And but still, it's like Sarah Brightman still had to do the entire show and then yeah. pop out like yeah. some lyric soprano stuff mm-hmm. at the last goddamn minute. Right. Yeah. And that's yeah. been tweaked over the years. Like a lot of people have now found, you know, definite dancers who can sing that. Um, and like now it's more expected, yeah, like just as yeah, an art form. Like yeah. But um, the other one that I'd say is like one of the hardest ones that I did. I even got sick on stage once. Um, was the McCavity track. Um, There's something about it that is just so physical. Um, And it's like, it comes out of nowhere, his whole, like, dance, his Mm -hmm. fight. And um, you're picking up guys and throwing them. You're, you know, picking up girls and, uh, you know, so, or I should just say Demeter. But um, (laughs) there's something about it being in the whole show up to that point going backstage and literally having, I think it was five minutes to completely change your face makeup. Wow. Um, it was like a wet, it was like a wet paint. Yeah. Mm. So it was like, it dried, but it was just like smacking it on, putting on the entire outfit over your Pluto oh, outfit. Right. Putting on mm. a, a the different big wig. big headdress too. Right. So it was very, um, it was like a whole backstage thing that you had to have perfect right. to be out in time um, for that. And, and on then top on top of, of that, that uh, on, the reveal—I <laughs> forgot no. about this. He there's a couple different parts where he um, goes across stage, and they're like, "Oh my God, McCavity!" And then mm-hmm. goes across the other side, "Oh my God, it's McCavity!" Then he comes out as fake dude mm-hmm. right. for, for the fight scene. 
So you, you have all of this costume change that you just did, and then on top of that, you have a, right, a, a Deuteronomy right. coat. You've got a full head. yeah rug on you. So yeah. that was really, really difficult, because if you don't do it like every night, you can barely see through that mask. You don't know where to throw it. Right. You know, uh, Mungo Jerry had to catch the mask. Oh, <laughs> right. Yeah. So it was just... like all planned, but I mean... But Again. if you weren't doing it every time, exactly. it's hard. Yeah. Yeah. Um, now, I'm sure the answer is no, but do you think there are any, like, princess tracks in the show? Because, like, there's always, like, uh, in uh, every, like, musical, there's always, like, the one, I mean, I guess Grizabella. Yeah. Even though she has, like, a challenging number, mm-hmm. but, like, there's always, Physically, like, the one. Physically, she's not as demanding. Right. There's always the one track in the show that's, like, well, I go on, I do, like, mm-hmm. a dance number, and then I kind of, like, go yeah. off to the side. Yeah. She yeah. is in the beginning. She is in the beginning. Grizz, she's Grizz baby Grizz. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Baby Grizz. Um... But yeah, she, I mean, that's definitely the princess role. She doesn't have to do nothing. Right. Um, Liz Calloway even had stories of when she did it, where she was cooking <laughs> backstage one time for a dinner party in between. In between, and wow. And it like stunk up the whole backstage. That's and really like she funny. had like onion breath or whatever it was. I forget <laughs> what it was. It was like red onions or something. So, I mean, she had enough time to even right. cook backstage, if you can imagine. So but, funny. Um, yeah. So that's definitely one of them. Another one would be probably Old Dute. Mm. Oh, yeah. He comes absolutely. on. He does the beginning as yeah. well. He does Baby Dute. And then. Yeah. Uh, Baby Dute. <laughs> do, 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 do. <laughs> and then uh, he kind of like, you know, he comes on for his number. He sits through intermission, which was, I guess, it was difficult for him because he had to sing. Well, that, yeah, that's right what I was that. thinking about. You were talking about that. Like, yeah. Like, and nowadays you have like. Do they like let people go up on the stage and be like, "Take my picture"? No, there's okay. always someone in front. Like, Being like, "No, no, no, this so is still a stage." So he, they just flat out. He just flat out sat there. Yeah. Yep. Right. Yep. And the thing was, is if he couldn't, uh, he definitely left at the end of the the act. Mm-hmm. He would leave slowly. Like he wasn't. He didn't have to stay there. Right. But it was like, uh, you know, stage yeah. manager, like, "What are you doing?" You right. know. Mm-hmm. But he didn't have to stay on stage. Uh, sure. Just in case, like. You know, I have to go to the bathroom. Right. I have to get water. Or I'm, wearing a f- like I'm wearing a, a rug. giant rug. Yeah. I, I yeah. need a minute. Yeah. Yep. Now, yep. did you have like a favorite part of doing that show? Um, yeah, there were so many. There were so many parts. I think overall, like the fun part of doing Cats was, like I said, interacting with the audience on some parts. Um, but more than that, just being able to be in a show where you can crawl through the scenery, mm. like as a cat, <laughs> is so funny to think about. But it's really fun because you're letting the audience watch you do that. So, you know, sliding down the trunk, uh, the car mm. trunk, or, you know, going, popping out of the pipe or coming through the pipe. Yeah. You know, awesome. um, that kind of stuff was just so much fun because you never will have that experience again in another show that I can think of um, where the, the set is like... like so much a part of, the, of it, yeah, part yeah. Of the show. And, um, that was just fun. It was fun to awesome. play around with other people on stage. Cool. Um, so we asked you to take the um, BuzzFeed quiz that we have all of our guests <laughs> yes. take. Um, <laughs> Karina, what was your result? I, I'm a Mistopheles. Um I am apparently the Rum Tum Tugger. Of course. Um, of course. And uh, what was your result, Mike? <laughs> I'm embarrassed to say. Please don't be. But I got Victoria. I'm very proud of you. An ingenue. <laughs> the ingenue. <laughs> The tallest one in this room is also the ingenue cat. Um, And now finally, um, if you were there, if if cats were a democracy and you were casting your vote, who would you choose (laughs) to be sent up to the heavyside lair? Oh, that's a... That's a really hard question. Literally, and it could be any one of the cats. It could be yeah. Grizabella. It could yeah. be Victoria. It could mm. be... It could be Tumble Brutus. It could be Tumble Brutus. Tumble Brutus. God love him. Um, <laughs> that's, that's a really hard question. I didn't... That throws me for a loop because... And that's the point. Yes. Um, you know, I like that Grizabella goes um, just for the... Like I said, it's all about like the sacrificing of the tribe as a whole to help someone who in need like she's the one who needs it not like who they choose right necessarily right so i like that whole like you know they're giving of themselves this one time i guess and also it's like forgiveness Mm -hmm. um like there's a whole like paw and paw that she does with with victoria Victoria that is just so symbolic of you know 
yes, yeah. we choose you, but not only that, we like forgive you or welcome you know, back. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Right. Um, so I like that Grizz is the one that goes. I know that's such a cop out no, answer. No, it's not. Uh, maybe I don't know. Maybe it can be Grizz. Maybe in McCavity. Okay. Like, maybe he needs redemption. Interesting. Yeah. All right. Well, your vote has been cast. <laughs> Thank you so much. And oddly enough, you're not the first one to say McCavity. Oh, yeah. Okay. You're not. Oh. You're not alone in your oh. vote there. Okay. Um, well, thank you, Mike. Yes. Yeah, thank um, you guys. Yeah, th- I was... The amount of insight was so good. It was so good. And, like, I am so happy that I walked up to you, because Mike and I work together, <laughs> and I was so happy that I could walk up to you at work one day and go, want to be on a show about Cats the Musical? And you just kind of <laughs> went, what? And I went, yeah. Um, and you just jumped right in and, like, to- and just... Went off to the races with it. It was awesome. Like, thank you so much for yes. gracing well, us with your I could talk problems. about cats until the cats come home. Well, I mean, good. I just love it. There's a lot to talk there's about. There's a lot to talk about, and we yeah. have been doing it. So yes. Much. Yes. Um, thank you for shedding light on it. Oh, of yes. course. You know, it's the time. It's the right time. Yes. Um, it's been scorned. It needs to be we brought need, back. Yes, exactly. Um, is there any place uh, people can find you online? Like, do you have any social media to plug or anything? I don't. I'm on Facebook, but I'm, you know, hopefully one day you'll see me on the big Broadway. That's a fact, buddy. Yeah. All right. All, All right. right. So look for you in the future. <laughs> yep. Yep. Excellent. And just yes. so you know, my equity name is actually Michael Erickson. Really? You won't see Greenspan. Oh, I'm like so Aladdin. sorry. Um, <laughs> no, uh, no, that's married name. So my actual like fake last name for equity is Michael Erickson. Wow. Yeah. Cool. Actor life yeah. is fascinating, yes. isn't it? Yes. Thanks again, Mike. Yeah. Yes. All right, Karina, where can people find you if they want to find you on the internet? You can find me on the internet on both Twitter and Instagram at Epic Adventure Of. That's, that's just me. That's my brand. <laughs> I made that my brand. Was it a mistake? Who knows? Uh, you can also find me playing D&D um, through my friend's Twitch stream. We do that most Wednesdays and Fridays. Um, and you can find that at twitch.tv slash spoodersnack. That's S-P-O-D-E-R-S-N-E-K. Cool. And you can find me at iBroski on Twitter and Instagram and at Brodsky Ian on Facebook and ianjbrodsky.com. All right. This has been another episode of Podcats, the podcast about cats, the musical, not the animal. I am Karina Stokes. I'm Ian Brodsky. And and that's that's how you you make make the the night night train train run. Fuck. (laughs) You can find out more about podcasts a podcast about cats, the musical, not the animal. By finding us on social media, we are on both Twitter and Instagram at JellicalPod. And you can always reach us by email at JellicalPodCats at gmail.com. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.